When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From page six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. I'm Dax Holt. Over there is Mr. Adam Glenn. <clears throat> oh my God, I almost died. <laughs> What's up with you? What is going I don't on? What just happened? Like I got, I got like phlegm or wa- the spit in my throat. I don't know what the hell just happened, but. I almost just died live right on the podcast right now. This would have been my last moment, just you and me and a microphone. And then I would have started a GoFundMe, and then we raised money, <laughs> and then it's just a charity for the rest of our lives where we just keep raising money for But awareness. I know that that money would not have gone to my children. It would have gone to you. Yes. It would have been like, <laughs> it's like hey, Adam's out of work, so let's raise some money. And then like, hey, Adam, we got another job. Yeah, but – I would have had the podcast still going. But we really Dax. need to think about Dax's children and his third child, me, and how I need to fund my life. No, All right. Anyway, uh, sorry I almost died. Uh, anyway, how are you, Adam? I am good. I am good. New York City, summer. Let's keep the warm weather going because I love it. As I always said, I get to ride my bike around New York City, and it's just the most fun time of year for doing what I do. Yeah. I, I get like like shorts to, like, wipe, and t-shirts. Wipe your face down a little bit. Look like you're Is sweating it? in your little room. What's go? What's going on? Dude, I don't know. You know what it was? I got a haircut today mm-hmm. and I also shaved for the first time in like a week. So I put like tons of lotion in the, in the, oh, the it's, serum it's on moisturizer. My face. I'm a big moisturizer guy, dude. Yeah. Are you a big moisturizer? Do you moisturize your face? I mean, I, I like lotion. Like, I I put lotion on my face after a shower and on my body. So I don't, like, go and I'm like, oh, I need this specific lotion or anything like that. No, but every time you shower, you put moisturizer in your face. Yeah. You know, a lot of my friends don't. I So, I learned when someone said I had wrinkles, they were like, oh, you're looking really wrinkly, boy. And I was like, oh, okay. And... I didn't ever correlate that moisturizing your face keeps it. It's like, it's like leather when you, yeah. when you moisturize leather, it doesn't get cracks in it. I didn't realize that no one taught me that while I was growing up that like, Oh, the lotion's good for you. I always thought the drier your face, the better because then you don't have zits cause zits are from oily face. I didn't know that. So I grew up thinking, Oh, just make it dry. And then I realized I was screwing myself over and making myself wrinkly at a young age. The best advice my mother gave me was like, even when I was like 12, I think I probably started putting lotion on my face after a shower. It mm-hmm. made a huge difference where I'm at today. Now really? I look 13. So, uh, 
Yeah. Oh god. When are, when are you coming out to New York? Do you have any work coming out in New York at all? Dude, I, I don't I don't have any plans to come out to New York. I'd love to. I feel like we haven't seen each other in forever. I and know. I feel like you you keep telling me like all these cool spots that we gotta go to when I come out. Um I I, I really want to though. And you know what else it, I but I almost want to wait until like Saturday Night Live is back into production because I would yeah. love to go see a taping of Saturday Night Live. I'd love I, I, there's so much I want to do, but I just need to go out there and make it almost like vacation slash, you know, we can record, do some episodes or whatever out there. Yeah. It's um, well, listen, if you came out to New York, where would be the place you'd want to go? Is like, you want to go to a restaurant? Or are you looking to uh, go to a like, where would you want to go sit? I know it sounds dumb, but like, just because you've said so much about like zero bond, I just want to go and check it out and see what it's about. Cause it's like exclusive and private. And um, it's kind of like, People coming out and wanting to see Craig's, I guess, here in LA. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. Ill. No, I get it. I totally get it. Like when I'm in LA, I kind of like hanging outside Craig's. Like just the energy mm-hmm. that goes on. Zero Bond isn't like that. There's not fans waiting outside Zero Bond like Craig's every night. Um, except when Drake was in town, because Drake was going there every single night. He actually recorded his new album that's coming out at Zero Bond. But I have I don't pay the membership for Zero Bond. Mm-hmm. I have an in there, so I don't really take advantage of it. So what I mean I have an in, I have a friend who I can mooch off and I know people there that if I need could to you, go in could there. Could you get me can, in? I could get you in. If we wanted to go there and like have a drink and like have a fun night, I could get us in there for a night. I wouldn't I don't ask for it a lot. I don't take advantage mm-hmm. of it. I'm not going to have a Hollywood Raw podcast meetup at Zero Bond. We could we could do it out of Drake's studio inside there though. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> Wait, speaking of Drake and Zero Bond, there's this girl who I used to work out with. Um, she's insane. Like, the girl mm-hmm. is insane. She's a realtor, but I, like, she does like high end realtor type stuff, like million dollar apartments. Okay. I don't know where the money comes in, but she has money. But I don't, again, her whole life is just a huge mystery. And she's insane, this girl. She had a membership that she was paying for at Zero Bond. And she got thrown out for taking, uh, for sneaking into like Drake's section. She was like trying to go into Drake's section, like forcing herself into like Drake's area. Oh, damn. Okay. And they, and they threw her out. And so once they throw her out, she there's no chance of her getting back in good graces. Uh yeah, she, there, she's gone. Um, oh damn. Yeah, she's she's done. Like they they took away her membership, and I, I have to imagine they don't. Do you, I think do you it's have like, any if, clue how much it costs? Not that much. I mean, it's a very hard membership to get. With that said, you have to pay, I think it's like yearly dues under just under $5,000. So that's just under $5,000 to get in the door. Plus, every time you go there, you have to you know, buy money. drinks and food. Uh, I don't know if there's a retainer fee. Like You have to spend a certain amount of money there every year on food and drinks. But it's a very, very hard membership to get where I know like people have offered like a lot of money to become a member and they deny them because exclusivity is what people pay for. But yeah, the girl I, lost I wanna, that number. She Adam, lost a couple thousand. That's it. I want to be rich. I want to be rich like that where I'm just like, oh, $5,000? Okay, I don't care. It just goes out the window so I can go in somewhere. Yeah. Like, it's so dumb. Have but... you... Wait, let me ask you this, Dex. Have you ever been banned from someplace? Because I have. Oh, no. Um, Just kicked out count? And then the... I. I mean, we were legit forced out of it. I don't know if they would have let us back in, but then the club shut down like a few months later. But do you remember Villa? 
I think I may have told you the story. Do you remember Villa back in the day? It was like the place to go to. It had the curtain cave. Do you remember that whole thing I that we were talking about that. on TMZ like every day because it was the hottest club in Hollywood? And they would have there was this back exit door that went to like an alley and they would usher in and out celebrities. But because the celebrities didn't always want to be spotted, they made this like makeshift cave okay and they would pull it away from the door and so you'd get like six feet worth of covered uh, sidewalk and it would allow the person to pull up their door would open it'd be into the cave they walk into the door and then you don't see them leo used to go there all the time um and i went with max from tmz my buddy who had the long blonde hair and the surfer dude we went one night, and again, I think I may have said the story on the podcast before, but for people that have never heard the story, um, we were there, and we were there with a, a photo agency, and we all got upstairs. We were excited. We were inside Villa, the hottest club in Hollywood. You know, we were cracking open a bottle, and again, a bottle at Villa was probably a good like 250 bucks like we had literally just cracked it open, started pouring the glasses, and Leo walked in. And he saw us, knew us from the show and was like, those two guys from TMZ, get them out of here. And immediately, like our, our handlers came around us, said, get your stuff. You're out of here. And we're like, but we just cracked the bottle open. And they're like, nope, you got to go. He doesn't want you in here. And we're like, but we're not working tonight. We're, we're here. We're buying your booze right now. And they were said, we don't care. Leo wants you out. You got to go. And so we had to go back downstairs they did not let us go out the front door they kicked us out the back of where the um the curtain cave normally is with no cave so it was just like kicked out the back door go on have a great night i mean it's pretty cool to get kicked out of a club thanks to leonardo dicaprio but still yeah i got kicked well i got kicked out of clubs just for being an asshole but i uh Never for Leo DiCaprio. That's pretty cool. I, you know what's so funny? <laughs> One day, the weekend, I was at TMZ at the time. And I was in Vegas by myself for the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. And I tried to go – after Conor fought Floyd the next day, he was throwing a party in Vegas at one of the pool parties. And I waited in line. And I tried to go in. And eventually, like, I was going in. Like, I was almost in. And I was staying at the hotel – that the party was going. I think it was Wynn, which is one of the nicer hotels in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And they said, you can't come in because of who I worked for. And I said, guys, I'm here on vacation. Like, I'm just I'm just going in by myself. How I'm did they know? Did you, have a, did you have a camera? One of the, no, no, no. No, I didn't have my camera. One of the door guys recognized me. One uh, of just He was just a fan of the show and recognized me. He said, yeah, he can't come in. No breath. I'm like, dude, I'm just coming to the party. Like, yeah, you can't come in. So then I wound up complaining to the hotel. I was like, guys, I... I'm staying at this hotel to go to this club. Like this is part of the reason why I stayed. And they're like, well, essentially if you are coming in, you are working, right? Isn't your job always working? I'm like, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm here on vacation. And so, that's a lie, but so, we'll go with it. Yeah. I mean, we are always working. So they wound up actually give me, honestly, it was worth it. Cause then they gave me a free night at the hotel. Oh, nice. I well, that works. Enough, Cause they were probably like, like they're probably like, shit, we don't want this to be on television that night. Like, well, honestly, it was fucked up. It was messed up that they wouldn't allow me, but here's a funny story. Stacy Dash, who, by the way, at one point, well, not at one point, I would say is one of the most attractive girls I've seen in person. Is mm -hmm. that like she just stood out? I thought she just was gorgeous. But remember, she went all conservative and she was yeah, a host on little, Fox News. She got a little kooky there for a little while. Yeah, she was. 
She's a very hardcore conservative. And not because she's conservative, not that. She just got kooky in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she was a hardcore conservative, and she became very vocal about it and very outspoken. And, I mean, it is what it is. You, I, it's not, not, I actually still want to interview her. She was on the show called like Outnumbered, I think the show was, where it was mm-hmm. five women hosting Fox News on uh, middle of the day. It's still on TV. I don't watch it. But um, So after she was done filming the show, she would actually walk out of the building to walk into another building of Fox News. So I rolled up my camera. I rolled up, and as soon as she got done, she got out of the building. I started filming her and talking to her, and she was super nice and talking to me. But the other girl of the group, I don't know the girl's name, start to get in the background. And I just wanted to be like, hey, I don't really care about you. I'm care- I'm more concerned about Stacey Dash and talking to her. Mm-hmm. And the girl started to sense like, hey, I really don't care about you. I more care about Stacey. And Stacey was very cool talk- talking to me. The next day, I'm on the – you know, it's, it's, it's a weird line where if you're, I'm outside, but I'm on Fox News property, but I'm not on their property. Like essentially I am on their property. It's like – I'm not in their buildings, but it's sort of like their sidewalk. It's like, uh, okay. it's, it's weird how the building started up. Anyway, the Fox news security comes up and go, Hey, listen, you know, we love you. Right. I was like, yeah, well, you can't be in the property. I go, what do you mean? They go, apparently one of the girls of the show complained about you yesterday being on the property and went to the head and said, you can't be here anymore. And I was uh-huh. like, really? And it wasn't Stacy. It was the other girl being mad that I, um, didn't got, interview her. Didn't interview her, and essentially she got me banned from the property. And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" It's so. I mean, it, it ruined. It, it screwed up my uh, my shot for a while because I couldn't go on Fox News property, and it was outside. But it was the Fox Fox News has tons of security, and they're all super nice. But like, yeah, Adam, like they're that'll teach us. you. Egos are a, a big deal, bud. Yeah. Got to stroke those egos. Yeah. So that, oh, but that. do you? Remember- <laughs> It's you know what it reminds me of. Do you remember when Brittany got banned from Chateau like a long time ago because she smeared like food all over her face? Wait, I I briefly <laughs> remember this. Wait, this I don't know why food on this her one. Face? Yeah, this one sticks in my head because it was so ridiculous. But she was kicked out of Chateau Mormont. She apparently like. Wait, hold on, Dex. Dex, what? let's get back. Let's before we get into this. Okay, yeah. I want I want to hear more about the story before we get into this. Do you have a review ready for us? Oh shit! Honestly, I totally forgot a review. Yeah, we're getting so into it. We're Thirteen minutes in, we didn't read a review. <laughs> uh, guys, if you have a review, please just let us know. Just go to iTunes, uh, Apple iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. Um, go all the way to the bottom and put in Hollywood Raw. All the way at the bottom, say a few kind words. We'll actually read your review live on air. Make sure you actually put like where you're calling. Yeah, you're writing in from, so you know it's name. about you your name. We want to make sure that you get the the props. We're not a Patreon. This is the best thing you need to do to support this podcast. Dax, do you have a review ready for us? Yeah. All right. This one comes from uh, Celciel Cardinal. Uh, I've become a fan forever. Five stars. I've been listening to their Friday episodes for months now, as well as being a member of the Facebook group Off the Record. I love these guys. Recently started listening to the Wednesday episodes all, all well and realized I love their content. Maybe that was as well. As well. I love their content. I've recommended them to countless friends and finally felt it was time to write a review. I love their takes on everything and I love laughing with them. I work with kids, so podcasts often feel like the bulk of my adult interactions. And I always like feel like I'm friends with them when I listen to Hollywood Raw. Oh, well, you are our friend. Thank you for uh, taking the time to write the review. That's a great review. Kelsey Carnell, thank you very much again, guys. 
keep Kelsey, Reeves who's our friend, in. by the way, guys. Yeah. Yeah, she's she a is. friend. Now she, she is. Now she's a friend. But guys, Keith Reeves coming in. It's the best to do to support this podcast. All right. Tell me, walk me from the beginning again about the okay, so, getting from Chateau Marmont. I, and I don't know why this stupid story like sticks in my brain, but it was back in 2007 when it was like wild Britney time, but she was allegedly banned from Chateau Marmont because she s- apparently smeared food all over her face and guests started to complain about it. And so she was removed from the establishment again. This was wild Britney time. There was never any photos that came out. There was never any like shots of her getting ushered out the front door. But this story became super viral, super popular. Um, And I think it was because it was also just so funny. And it was in that time where everyone was talking about Britney nonstop. Um, But yeah, she was apparently banned at the time. And I don't know. I mean, I got to imagine she's been back, you know, since 2007. Yeah, it's like, I bet oh, I can look you, photo. you learned your lesson, I guess, yeah. Brittany. But how dare you, you smear food all over your face, Brittany? How, how does that conversation happen? Do they does the Chateau Marmont management come over and tell Brittany, like, hey, listen, today we're gonna ask you to leave, and then mm-hmm. we don't want you coming back. And if you do come, it, it's trespassing. I would and, assume that they don't have that conversation. I bet they're wusses. I bet they say. Um, I'm sorry, ma'am. We're going to have to ask you to leave. You seem like you're getting a little out of control and it's bothering some of the other patrons and I hope you have a good evening. And then they go and put it on a website and say, we've banned her. And so that she can read it and know that she's not allowed back is my assumption of how it really goes down. But when you hear that going on, does that, is that good publicity for the establishment? No, I don't think so. Like kicking out a big celeb. I don't know if that's necessarily good for business because you go there because you want to see celebs. Like when we with the team, the office used to be like almost across the street from Chateau. I would want to go there because I wanted to see who was there. If I'm going to go and there's no celebs there, that's not exciting. Right. And at that time, Brittany was kind of frequently going to Chateau. So I would want to see her there. Um, I saw the Olsen twins there once. That was probably one of my only sightings of the Olsen twins. It was super awesome. It was exactly who I wanted to see there. Um, but there used to be stars in and out of that place. Uh, Lindsay also got kicked out of there. Uh, I remember doing a story. Oh God. What year was that? (laughs) What year was like Liz and Dick? When was she filming Liz and Dick? Oh man. Liz and Dick. Was that, was that, was that 2010, her? 2012? Wait, Liz and Dick was her? Yeah, yeah. Don't you remember? She was playing Elizabeth. So that was 2012. Okay. So 2012, she was filming Liz and Dick, but she was basically living at the hotel. So we did a whole story when I was at TMZ about this. She was living there for like basically 50 days. She was staying there and then she didn't pay her bill. And it was she racked up this like forty five thousand dollar bill that she accumulated over you know the fifty days that she was there, and they basically essentially said, "You cannot come back, Lindsay. You've you've got a bill. You're not paying it." But I mean, obviously, this one makes a bit more sense than smearing food all over your face. But that story became huge in the press as well. Everyone was talking about Lindsay Lohan, you know, because in two thousand twelve she was also kind of a mess, and so her getting kicked out of a place is a big deal. And while she's filming this big, you know, I don't want to say big movie. It was a a big television 
series and you know it was kind of her chance of getting back into movies and there's a lot writing on it and then she gets kicked out of the hotel yeah i mean so she had what was the tab again it was uh, it was like 45 45,000 dollars or yeah. so that she had racked up over the year she spent so much days. money on hotels because she spent fourteen thousand dollars staying at a new york city hotel once mm-hmm. so it's just crazy the amount of money she spends at hotels but I mean, how do you spend that type of money? 50 50 grand just to stay at a hotel. And it's not even that long. Like, that. I'm sorry. Again, I wish I could be this rich that that wouldn't matter to me. But to rack up a... Like, you could buy a nice-ass car for the time that she stayed at this hotel. Well, Conor McGregor was just staying at a hotel in New York City. Granted, he did post about him on his social media a little bit. Mm -hmm. But... A room at that hotel, let's just say, let's just say, first family, he's staying at a suite, which is roughly about, you know, 5000 a night minimum mm-hmm. for the suite. 5000 let's say, three and a half weeks. That's, you know, that's a, over a $100,000 bill. So it's just crazy the amount of money these people have. Lindsay, on the other hand, is like one of those people where she's one of those celebrities where she has rich friends who would pay for her bill. Except for this one, which guy? I think that's what Lindsay lived off of for a very long time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who else got banned, Dax? Is there any other bands, people that you know, like got I, kicked I, out of someplace? I'm, or I'm like or racking my brain right now trying to think of just people even. Uh, what was that? Well, we know show? recently. Rita, Rita Ora. Oh, oh, Rita Ora. Do you remember she got turned away from Gordon Ramsay's restaurant? Because she what? showed up. Because her dress, like whatever she was wearing, he didn't like the outfit. So she showed up wearing like it was a tracksuit and tennis shoes. And they were like, oh, no, I'm sorry. You can't show up in that outfit. So we're going to have to turn you away. I'm like, it's Rita fucking Aura, bro. She can show up in no shirt, no shoes and be just fine. Come on. Yeah. But I mean, again, do you think they even knew it was Rita Aura? Or were they trying to to say a thing? Do you think the other wealthy people there are like, no, I don't care who they are. We want you to. No, because you know what? Even wealthy people like surrounding themselves by celebrities. Because here's the thing that rich people don't have. Rich people have everything in the world. But what they don't have? Fame. Because you can't necessarily buy fame. Unless, you know, fame comes with the super, super wealthy. Like the billionaires. That's when you're Elon Musk. That's when you're Zuckerberg. That's You know what I'm saying? Like. That level of wealth makes you famous, but there's a lot of in between where they're super rich, but they don't have the fame. And so they surround themselves with 
the fame to feel like they're also famous. Well, that's what we're seeing now in the world today. We're seeing a lot of wealthy people. They've made mm-hmm. money, but now they're like, okay, what, what don't I have? I'm not fulfilled. So what am I going to do? I'm going to become famous. I'm going to buy fame. We see, you know, it's funny. You know who are the new celebrities? Entrepreneurs. Yeah. They weren't business people were just business people more than a decade ago, but now they're you got celebrities like Michael Rubin. on social media. Yeah, you got you've got uh, Dave Portnoy. You've got all these people that have become famous because they're successful. Yeah, it's. Um, did you, I just am curious again when how it verbally or publicly comes out that they're mm-hmm. that they're banned. I mean, I got to imagine some of these people like I, I think Cuba, it's a good, here's, here's, I think it's Cuba Gooding Jr. I feel like could be banned from a lot of places and people aren't <laughs> saying it, but Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. parties hard. I've seen yeah. him party hard and he's like that celebrity in the Hamptons or if he shows up, you're kind of like, ah, it's Cuba Gooding Jr. We kind of have to let him in, but we kind of don't want him in. It's, it's like because a rough thing. He's sort of banned. If he went and had this rebirth in his movie career where suddenly he was nominated for an Oscar, then people don't care. They're going to be like, come, party your face off, have a great time. You know? Yeah. It, just, it depends on your level of fame. And if his level of fame it has dropped over the years since Jerry Maguire and his Oscar. and or, Did he get an Oscar for that or just a nomination? I think he, got he an did Oscar. get an Oscar. Remember the music came on and kept on yelling over the music? That's right. So he got an Oscar for that. So I think if, and then he did Snow Dogs and it all went downhill. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, what about people getting banned from late night shows? Did you, are you familiar with that? <sighs> so there's people like, um, I, I think it was Bobcat Goldthwait. Do you remember his? He was banned. Yeah, the, guy, the weird show. guy that makes like voices. He was the guy from Adam, uh, from Police Academy who talked like yeah. this. Is he, I'm sorry, is he alive? He's alive. You know, he's yeah. like a director now. What the hell happened you know, to him? He does well. He directs a lot of projects. He's like more behind the scenes, but still involved in comedy. But he was on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno and set the stage on fire. Well, set like a chair on fire. For and sure. so they were basically, you know so pissed off that they like charged him actually with a fine. They're like, I okay. understand you're trying to make I, a show, but they, tra- they find him for everything. I feel like I need and- to go back and watch this episode because I feel like this is probably one of those episodes that what goes down in history as like the most watched episode or some craziness, but yeah, whatever you get banned from Jay Leno show. Boo hoo. No one cares, bro. You know, what's a, but you know, what's a sad ban is someone like Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin is obviously she's always been, um, kind of very. You can't censor her. You mm-hmm. she'll she'll say what's on her mind. You can you can you know she's gonna stick to what she wants to do. But that's what kind of made her likable, especially for our audience. But she was you know though, from I a have bunch to say, of different shows. I really liked Kathy when she was she did the show My Life on the D List. I used to fucking love Kathy Griffin, and then she started to get super political. And it just, I don't like when anyone gets political, whether I agree or disagree with their view. I'm just like, I don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's so all over the news all the time that I look to like celebrities to escape from politics 
Like that's why we do an entertainment podcast. So we don't have to talk about politics and we can talk about other stuff. And so when celebrities start getting super political, it's like such a turnoff to me. And so, you know, whether she would have been out there being like, I love Trump or I hate Trump. I'm like, I don't care. Just don't talk about it. Just do do your funny Kathy stuff. That's really what I want to see. And maybe that's a ignorant way to look at it. But uh, I used to freaking love her so much. That show was great. And I tried so hard to get interviews with her over the years. And then I wonder if we could, would we even want her on? Should we try? I would like her on. I would definitely want her on. I think she's just an interesting person. And we Tell- talked to like her people. Like- it was weird. Remember we okay. talked to like her guy she was dating or she was, I don't even know what her deal is, but we talked to that. You know, what's a crazy band by the way, dude. Hmm. Did you know that rebel Wilson was banned for Disneyland for taking a photo of a secret bathroom inside. Oh, I did. She do this inside Club Thirty Three, or did she do it inside the um, that uh, that like hotel room that's in Disney? Dude, I didn't even know there was a secret bathroom at Disney. What do you, what is this? What are you talking? You, so do wait, you wait, know wait. more about Disney than I, I do? Okay, I rem- So I remember this story. I'm trying to remember which bathroom she took a photo of, because um, if. So I got in trouble. I'm going to I'm going to be honest. I got in trouble for taking video inside Club 33. Wait, what is Club uh, 33? I didn't even know what this is. Are you serious? You don't know what Club 33 is? I've never heard of it. So Club 33 is basically a secret private club inside of Disneyland. It is um, near the French quarters. Like so when you go and the Pirates of the Caribbean is up above Pirates, there okay. is a restaurant and to get to the restaurant, there's one door and it's marked with a 33 and there's like a little speaker system and you push the button and you say your name. And if you have reservations and the only way you can get in is if you know a member and they put you on the list, but they pay some ridiculous amount a year, like $200,000 and I may be way off with my number, but they pay like 200 grand a year. And then it allows you access into the park. So it's not like you're paying for tickets. They, when they, when they put you on the list, you also get entrance to the park. You get to hang out and then you go for your, your dinner and your meal and they serve wine and alcohol. It's like the only place inside of Disney that sells alcohol. They do in California adventure, but not in Disney. And then, um, yeah, it's like a really fancy five-star meal, but it's where a lot of the celebrities eat when they go there. Um, it's just, it's cool because it's crazy, crazy exclusive. No one can get into this place. So super Disney fans can't get in. I've been twice. I went once and, um, with some friends and then I went a couple years back and like when the door opens, everyone crowds around because they're like trying to get a glimpse inside to see what it is. But really it's just kind of like a stairwell to go upstairs. Um, but yeah, they they've got a, a strict no video policy, so you can take photos inside, but you can't take video. And I remember like um, I was walking through and I had some video, and I posted on social. They saw it, dude. Wow, Club Thirty Three saw it and was like, "You need to take down your video." I have never heard of this, but yet again, I've only been to Disneyland maybe twice. I'm more of a mm-hmm. Disney World guy because it's on the East Coast. First, I I have a lot of questions, and this is. How did you get into this place? Uh, so the first time my buddy, he had a client that was a member at, um, a member there. And then the second time 
if you remember, I was doing, I was like one of the ambassadors for the city of Anaheim. Yes. I was, uh, so I was doing a lot of work with the city of Anaheim and I was going out representing them and flying across the country, doing hits, promoting tourism to the city of Anaheim. And because of that, I got invited there because I knew some people and they were like, oh shit, didn't realize that you were like Mr. Anaheim now. So they invited me to go to Club 33 with them. Wow. And when you go in there, do you see, is it busy? Is it packed or what's the vibe like inside? Uh, yeah, it's super packed because I mean, when I say packed, it's just means there's people at every table. It doesn't mean there's gotcha. a line out the door. It doesn't mean anyone's waiting around. Um, they have that stuff like locked down, but there's a, a, a bar up there. Um, they have music playing and it just, again, it goes across the top of a bunch of those buildings in the French quarter. So if you look up, you will see, you know, the windows up there are lit up and you can kind of see in. And then when the fireworks go off, all the patrons kind of come out and they're standing on the balcony. So you can look up and see all the people. So there's been numerous photos of celebs like Jen Gardner standing up on that balcony, watching the fireworks or overlooking the pirates area. It's actually pretty cool. How was the food? Great. Really good. Yeah. The food was good. I mean, it's not like, again, Morton's or something like that also has great food. It's just, it's more of how cool it is. Gotcha. That's that. I mean, that's all I can say. It's just, it's so cool to be in this place that no one else can get to in Disneyland, which is already like, you know, this sought after location. I had no idea. Now let's go back to Rita Wilson getting banned. From Rita Wilson. Oh, not Rita Wilson. Rebel uh, Wilson. Rebel Wilson. Rita, Rita Wilson, Re- Rita Ora, Rebel Wilson. Uh, so I don't think, so I don't think it was inside club 33 though, because you're allowed to take pictures in club 33. When she did this story, I feel like she just said it was a secret bathroom. So I don't know where this bathroom is located. It could have been inside the Matterhorn for all I know. Have you, you know there's a basketball court inside the Matterhorn? I did not know that. Wait, have you ever went around Disney with the seat with the personal person giving you like so you don't have to wait in no, lines? Dude, that is like my dream right there. I'd love to. You know, you can buy that. I just I'm too cheap to spend, you know, four hundred dollars an hour. Yeah, to rent them out, but they'll give them to like big celebs. So if you if you have like a giant fan base and and it causes chaos at the park, they'll give you a person. But rich people can do it, too, because they just spend like four hundred dollars an hour and it's like a minimum of four hours or whatever. So you rack up a big bill and I think you have to still buy your tickets on top of it. Um, But yeah. Yeah. So actually, it's funny. I got a celeb that she just had to post that she was there and then they gave her like eight tickets. Like that was the thing. She had to post that she was there and they had to be able to take a photo of them and be able to send out. And they gave them eight to 10, like up to like 10 tickets with it. That's what I want to do one year. I want to be a plaid. I just want to, you want to be a plaid or get a plaid. I want to get a plaid. I want to be able to mooch off someone else that's (laughs) able to get a plaid. They got a post and I get the tour. But if you get the plaid, (laughs) I feel like you finished Disney in what, like an hour. Dude, like you literally can get through go the park so front quick. of every line. So it was like you don't you probably only need them for the four hours. But yeah, uh, I think it was like probably like four hundred bucks an hour, and you have to probably a minimum of four hours. Yeah. Uh, you could get you know what? Sorry, my brain is a very it works in very mysterious, weird ways. 
we're talking Disney, and then it popped in my mind the other person, like a Disney celeb who has been banned from stuff. Do you remember Ariana Grande licking the donut? Oh, <laughs> remember how big that was? That story was so big. Well, we get, and that it was, was like a literally gnarly story. It was it was gross because she was at a donut place and it was um shit. I gotta look up the name for this donut place. Um, I'm gonna type that up. But she was at this donut place and I don't remember was she with Mac Miller at the time? Who was she with? It sounds she was like with. She was with someone and they were in the donut shop and she literally like the donuts were all laid out over the counter. If you guys don't know this story, go like Google it because the video surveillance video is incredible. But she literally leans over and licks the donut that they're like they haven't sold. Uh, here we go. So it's Wolfie's Donuts. So she licked the donut and then got banned from Wolfie's Donuts for the rest of time after that surveillance video leaked because they were so just like disgusted with her and the fact that she had zero respect that she would do this. That was that was probably one of the best bands of all time. I don't know. Sorry. It's I mean, Disney was, band. It like so. all clicked. That was like a rightfully so band mm-hmm. where it was actually good exposure for the brand, good exposure for the donut place. Do you remember the well, name? Yeah, no. because like you have time, to. Was... You, you have to. You can't say like that's okay and give her forgiveness. She licked the damn donut. Like there's health violations there. Did you, when that story came out, where were you? At TMZ. No, I you remember like, yeah, we got the video. We got like, if you go back and watch the video, it's going to be watermarked by TMZ on it. That was so, so ex- explain to people who forget the video, what happened in the video exactly. Yeah, no. So you would see her. I'm trying to remember who was she, she was there with, but it was like her and her friend or her boyfriend or what, whatever. And they were in there and it's like they had ordered. And then as the person turned around to like put their order together, you see Ariana lean over, literally touch her tongue to the donuts that were sitting out on top of the glass being ready to be purchased. And it was like a whole like, haha, funny thing, you know, like she's this rebellious little girl. And she was young at the time. And then I don't know if they went back to watch the video because they're like, holy shit, Ariana Grande was just in here. And maybe they just wanted to like replay it. And when they replayed it, they saw her licking the donuts. And then that video, I remember we got our hands on at TMZ. And of course, it then became the biggest video um, probably of maybe that year. That was a huge, huge video that they were running on every news station, CNN, Fox News, like every local station. It was just like making the rounds and she looked terrible doing it. Yeah, that was really bad exposure for Ariana. And it's crazy how she just probably wasn't thinking that she was being filmed. But in split second, she just like ruined her, uh, you know, she just she looked so bad. Like she just came across so bad from that. It was do you think, okay. Speaking of looking bad, do you think James Corden has rebounded from his Baltazar? No, getting kicked I out. I, I think James Corden has he rebounded? I, I will the rest that was pretty bad. In it, um, for for people that don't remember, he was at Baltazar. This was like what a year and a half ago, maybe not even maybe a year ago, and he went to the restaurant. 
And I guess he was like allegedly crazy rude to the staff and was just being like obnoxious and to the point where they the owner went on X or Twitter at the time and basically said, we no longer going to have James Corden back. He's banned from our restaurant. And James then called him up because Balthazar is a huge restaurant out there, called him up and like profusely apologized, said, no, 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 please let me get back in. Let me uh, apologize to your staff, blah, blah, blah. And I guess he kind of rescinded that band. Um, but that that story went out and I feel like really made him look terrible. I do think James was just getting a lot of shit, not from just the restaurant experience, because it sounded like it was pretty almost accurate. It sounded like mm-hmm. there was some evidence from him being an asshole where he apologized for it, but then he took back his apology and said, you know what, screw it. It was a weird thing, and I actually don't think James Corden came out well in that whole back and forth, back and forth. But what came with that story was people talking about James and how he treated his staff and how he was to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it ultimately affected people didn't like hearing those stories. Same thing with Ellen. When you think of Ellen, you think of people from the staff who didn't enjoy working under her. And I think the same thing. Think about that, though, like for both of them, towards the end of their run, these stories come out and. I would say it effectively kind of ruined your legacy to a to a point because yeah. you're going off air and then you don't have a chance to like gain back that fandom. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not on TV every day making people laugh, entertaining, giving away free stuff, making Mother's Day shows and all that kind of stuff to kind of make people love you again. You go off air with this like bad taste in your mouth and people looking at Ellen like, Oh, she's a crazy boss. She's mean. She's rude or whatever the case is that they think of her. And she didn't give a chance to like kind of redeem herself. And I would say the same thing with James. Like he, this story came out. Yeah. His, he had a few months uh, on his show before it ended. But like, again, he didn't get that like rebound, you know, to, be back in the good graces like again like a kobe think about kobe in his court case and how bad that looked on him but then he had years of i'm gonna go play great and make people laugh and give all this money to charity and then like you rebound from certain things and i'm not saying that he should have rebounded from that court case but i'm i'm saying the difference of something happens and then you disappear off tv and then people that's all they can remember you for you know what's the easiest thing to get banned from? The Met Gala. The Met really? Gala is the easiest thing to ban from because all you have to do is say one negative thing about the Met Gala. They do that, and it makes some sort of publication. I think they're probably even looking on Twitter. If you tweet one thing that's kind of funny or a little bit off about the Met Gala, you are banned. And I feel like what about taking like, photos inside? Can't that get you banned? I don't know about the photos inside because I feel like everyone at this point is like taking photos with each other. But but I think uh, they Dan- do it in the bathroom because you can't take them in in where like the the tables are. So that's why you always at the Met Gala see all these like selfie photos in the mirror in the bathroom versus in the tables. Like I think they have Getty or whatever they're capturing the moment, but you don't see like cell phone photos really. I well, thought that was a thing. Maybe I'm wrong. It could be. I forgot. I, like, sort of, the Met Gala is like six months away. Like, 
it's like the middle of the year. So we're so far away from it at the moment. So I usually remember that stuff closer to the event about all the, the BS that goes along with it. But Demi Lovato is banned from the Met Gala. Cause she what? kind of, Do you remember? She, she basically poked fun at how awkward and how weird the Met Gala is. And which is all accurate. It's probably the, the one thing that Demi said that I fully support right there. Yeah. Um, Amy Schumer is also banned from it from talking shit about it. Gwyneth Paltrow. There's like a bunch of people. It's kind of, um, but they're all obnoxious they, that people can't have an opinion about your, your event in without you banning them. But all their opinions are all pretty, you know, and they're, they're, there's something in common with all their opinions about it saying how awkward it is. And I get but don't it. you it agree? Like, shouldn't they be able to say that without, being afraid of getting banned from the Met Gala, like it's kind of dumb. True, but these are people that take fashion and philanthropy very serious, and when you start to damage that and affect the brand, people are going to say, "All right, you know what? There's a lot of people begging for this position. If you are not appreciative, if you're not enjoying it, we rather have someone else fill that seat." Hmm. Well, listen, Anna, I would love to go once and then I will say how weird it is afterwards, but I'd like to go once to see the weirdness in person. I, you know, it's so funny from watching Entourage, uh, which I loved Entourage. You heard all the stories of people getting banned from the Playboy Mansion. And that mm-hmm. was like a big thing about, you know, especially I was for so men. I was so afraid to take a photo in the grotto like petrified that I was going to get kicked out because you always heard the stories for so many years of like, Oh, if you take a picture inside the grotto, you're going to get kicked out of the playboy mansion. They'll never, never let you back in. So I was in the grotto being like, do I take this photo? Do I not take this photo? Like I want to document this moment right here. I didn't end up taking the photo, but um, I was, I was nervous and I was also nervous to get syphilis. Well, I mean, I, I would imagine there was like, to get banned from the Playboy Mansion was a few things. A, being like too drunk, or B, going after one of Hugh Hefner's women. If you went do you after really think Hugh being Hefner's too women, drunk would get you banned from there? I don't think so. Well, if you do something while you're too drunk, yeah. If you try to let the monkeys out like Vince, uh, you know, like they did an Entourage, <laughs> they're going to ban you. But I also think that you couldn't um, try to hook up with one of Hugh's girlfriends. You had to make sure that yeah. – the woman there was again. Do you really think he would be that upset about it? Yes, I do. Because he, you was, think he, I do? He's an alpha guy. Do I think he would know you tried? No, he could. I don't think he knew what was going on towards the end of his career. But if you tried to take one of his women, I think he was very territorial when it came to his women. Hmm. I don't know. That, that whole thing was weird. Can what you imagine weird, if that was going on now? Thing. And it's not even that long ago, but if the Playboy Mansion was going on now, what it would be like? No, and think about it, like, and it, again, Hugh Hefner, it wasn't that Hugh long Hefner, ago. Hugh Hefner was just a rich Cody from Sister Wives. So one of my favorite things, and I think it's no secret, is people that have been banned from SNL. Um, one of the people recently who passed away, Sinead O'Connor. I was going to say Sinead instantly. That that is the one name that comes to my head immediately is when she ripped up the picture of the Pope. And that that's how I kind of like started to honestly know her when I was a kid was because yeah. that became such a big deal. And she was immediately banned. And Lauren Michaels was like, she didn't do that during warm up. She didn't do any of that. So I didn't know what was going to happen. But no, she can't come back. And she never even like she 
she never felt bad about that. She's like, that was my political statement and I'm sticking by it. Which I respect hers. There's comedians, especially stand comics, when they do the opening monologue, a lot of times they wanted free, you know, they wanted free will to do whatever they can on the monologue. With that said, it was sort of like a unspoke about thing, knowing that, hey, this is live television. Don't do anything that's going to put us in trouble, that's going to get fines. Just do the right thing. And Do you remember Ashley Simpson getting screwed by SNL, though? That was one of my favorite things. But did she, she didn't get banned for it. She just got no, screwed No, no, no. It just it popped in my head because you're saying, you know, don't, don't do things that are going to make us look bad, but yet... They screwed Ashley Simpson over. That essentially ruined her music career. Which she was, was like she was lip syncing and that track got like messed up and she had like a, a sore throat or something. Like she had no voice. And so she had to use the background track to even perform rather than just cancel. And then because it skipped and messed up, she was crucified on social media to the point where I, she could not bounce back in her music career. Well, even which that they had the show, she was being documented, you know, she had a reality show on MTV that was documentary about her career and her life. And they showed like, Hey, she really was going through something, but mm. because that blunder was so bad, even though it really showed that she really was having a physical setback with her voice, it still ruined but her again, career. Why does, it, why does it? Yeah, but why does it even matter? How many celebrities use background tracks? Like Cardi B the other day when she was in Vegas, she chucked the mic at someone in the audience, and she was yet still singing. But like, no one cares. Why? Yeah. Why was lip syncing such a big deal back then? But I feel like it's kind of normal. If you watch, I think it's like the American Music Awards there's not one performance that I'm like, this is live. Like it is, I swear it's all lip sync. It's funny. Cause Drake was in New York last week doing a show. Yeah. He was in New York last week doing a bunch of shows, sold that show as a mass square garden and everyone, or it was maybe like it was hardest... billboard. Sorry. I don't know. Okay. okay anyway. well, Drake was in New York doing mass square garden tickets were one of the hardest ticket to get. They were going for a lot of money. And my friend who's a high end ticket broker who, you know, tickets fall on his lap all the time because honestly, I could have went to go see Drake and I could have had backstage passes, but I had no interest of seeing Drake because the song plays, he might, he sings like a little bit and then like hypes up the song, but mm-hmm. doesn't really like perform. So I, yeah, you're right. I, that's why everyone should go see Pink because she doesn't <laughs> lip sync. She never does. And she's upside down, flying through the sky by her ankles and still singing live. Is there, any other, is there any other celebrity uh, band stories that you're actually like? Oh, we can, we can of... stick in the pop genre because Madonna was banned from a, a movie theater over texting, which I think is hilarious. What? Yeah. <laughs> she was at the New York Film Festival years ago and it, she was watching 12 Years a Slave. And when it was on, it was like a screening of it. And apparently got kicked out because she was texting during the movie and on her Blackberry, by the way, like that's how long ago this was on a Blackberry. And so they kicked her out and um, would not let her back before she apologized. I doubt Madonna has apologized because Madonna's 
not someone who apologizes. Um, but I also don't think she's ever going to go back to the Alamo draft house cinema either. So I, I think it's all good. Um, but yeah, she got kicked out for that and now banned for the rest of her life. Wow. How embarrassing is that to be banned? Especially when it's like public. Mm-hmm. That's gotta but, be so. But with Madonna, I don't think she cares. Madonna is yeah, like, this is a great press opportunity. Not that it was the only bad part, I think, is the movie that was being shown at the time. Like, that's what looks bad. You were caught texting during 12 Years a Slave. Like, that's a serious topic. It's sensitive to a lot of people. And you weren't paying attention. I think that's the part that, um... oh, and you know what she said? She said, again, allegedly, she said this when they called her out for using her phone. She said, it's for business, enslaver. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a move. Oh, God. Madonna. What a move. You know, it was a celebrity who got banned, again, from a talk show, but I don't think anybody's like kind of that surprised, is Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant was banned from The Daily Show just because sense. he was super difficult to work with. And it makes he sense. He seems like that. a dickbag. Dude, he's such an interesting asshole guy. You know, it's so funny. I, I mean, you could look on, I think this past year, he got into it on the red carpet. It might have been the Oscars. He got into mm-hmm. it with someone where he made someone feel really uncomfortable on the red carpet, which I remember that. Was such a dick. I don't even know why people hire him to work with. Like, why is he that great of an actor that people are going to say, mm-hmm. no, I still need Hugh Grant in my movie? Um, but I, I, like, I think when, I, you see, when you see people rude on the red carpet for absolutely no reason, I'm just like, that to me takes them down such a big notch because I've been that person on the red carpet before interviewing. And if you make my life hard, like it sucks. It's not, it's not an easy gig to like come up with questions and you know, you've got one minute to come up with something interesting, get them connected, make them want to talk. Also having to promote the movie. Like there's a lot going on. And so if you're going to be a dick in the one minute that I have to talk to you, like it's not cool. You know, Tom Brokaw did that to me. He was just like, I'm interviewing him and he would have rather been shoving hot pokers in his eyes and talking to me. That's how it felt. And I'm like, why are you walking a red carpet? Like, that is the whole fucking point of being here is to promote whatever project you're you're doing. And it was like an autism speaks event. So you're here to raise money for autism. And yet you're being a dick bag on the red carpet. Like, not cool, bro. Yeah, Hugh Sorry, Grant. I don't know where that no, came no. from. <laughs> I like your, that was right out of your... I, I was I holding hate, that in. It's been pent up for a, a while. No, you're reading right out of your I Hate Tom Brokaw journal, <laughs> and uh, I appreciate that. My burn book, my Tom yeah. Brokaw burn book. Hugh Grant, funny story. One of my buddies was filming Hugh Grant. This was years ago, probably like, probably like almost 10 years ago. And Hugh Grant was walking into the Waverly Inn in New York City. And at the time, and it's still, Waverly Inn is still a hot spot, great restaurant, really beautiful place in West Village. But at this one time, because every restaurant has their their cool time, Mm -hmm. a lot of celebrities were going in. This one night, Hugh Grant's walking into the restaurant. There's a paparazzi on the left, paparazzi on the right. Hugh Grant's walking in through the middle between the two paparazzi. The one paparazzi on one side asks a question. And it wasn't a bad question, but he asked, and I, and I don't know the question word for word. He asked Hugh Grant a question. Hugh Grant doesn't know which guy is the question, and just as he's walking, all of a sudden turns and kicks my friend in the knee who didn't ask the question. And why, my friend's why like, would you oh. even kick anyone in the first place? 
I mean, you're Hugh Grant, and that's just what you do. But he kicked my friend in the knee. He's like, dude, I even asked the question. It was the other guy, you fucking idiot. Wow. Yeah, he seems like a douche. Yeah. All right. I, mean, Listen, I don't know. I, I just looked at I can't believe we've already been talking about people getting banned from places. What the fuck were we supposed to talk about today? I feel like we had a whole nother agenda, and now we got off topic and started talking about people being kicked out of places. We're still well, let's, them, dude. You know, let's end this. Who do we ban from the podcast? Is there any celebrity banned from the podcast? Let's end it on this um, note. I feel who was it that like said they would come on numerous times and never did? Wasn't there someone that like kept oh, we've God. had a lot of those. We've had a yeah, we've had a lot of people. We've had a lot of those, I'm not gonna lie. There's someone like well, like, there's Diali said she was coming on like four times and then never did. Yeah. I mean she's got an excuse now, but um <laughs> uh who else? There's 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 a good amount actually. <laughs> there's people like yeah we'll come oh hit us back up next month. And we're like are you guys like is this the game of it? Is this what we you do know? What's now? funny is I have one name in my head. He's an actor, but I kind of don't want to say his name out loud because he still might come on. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Because um, he's said and canceled and said and canceled quite a few. I'll times. call well, him out. again. His people. Have kind of canceled. I'll call him out. I mean him. Screw you, Mackay Pfeiffer. No, I'm just. It's just a random name. It's not. It's not Mackay Pfeiffer. I just. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. Bin Laden is banned from this podcast. Yeah, fuck Bin Laden, guys. He's never going to be on our podcast. He is not coming on. You enjoy your zero dark thirty success. We will not. uh, We will. You were banned from this podcast. Um. Do we even mute that out? That makes no sense. No, I love it. <laughs> okay, it's so stupid. I mean, it's late at night. I'm tired. Um, but guys, that is uh, that's our podcast this week. Thank you guys for listening. As always, uh, make sure you tune us in on Friday for the Raw Rundown. Um, hope you guys are having a great summer. Follow us on TikTok, uh, Instagram. We also have a private Facebook group called Off the Record, which I always highly suggest you guys join. Please, please, please leave a review. If you don't know how to do it, just ask anybody in our Facebook group. They'll explain to you how to do it. Grab If you've already left a review, grab one of your friends and just leave a funny note. We'll kind of we'll shut you guys out. Uh, follow me at Adam Glenn. Follow Dax Holt at Dax Holt. We'll see you guys uh, at the World Rundown. Bye-bye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.